Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Deserted streets, establishments are the new normal, not just in Italy, but some parts of the world because of the COVID-19 threat. More central banks around the world are stepping up to minimize the huge blow caused by the COVID-19 pandemic to their economies. Among them, Norway's central bank as it cut its key policy rate to 1% from 1.5 in a surprise announcement Friday. It has also expressed willingness to make another cut as the pandemic remains uncontained. Sweden's central bank meanwhile announces it would lend up to $51 billion to Swedish companies to ensure they have access to credit. Over in China, where the disease emerged late last year, its central bank said it would cut the reserve requirement ratio by 50 to 100 basis points for banks. China's central bank has been easing monetary policy since the outbreak, cutting the benchmark lending rate and telling banks to offer cheap loans and payment relief to firms hit hard by the pandemic. The latest developments come after the European Central Bank rolled out yet another stimulus package Thursday. It offered a range of liquidity facilities aimed at businesses which are likely to take a beating from the coronavirus. But on Friday, ECB policymakers shifted to damage control after a slip by Chief Christine Lagarde sent Italian bond yields soaring when she said it was not their job to close spreads. The coronavirus pandemic has caused disruptions to travel and business operations, triggering warnings from analysts that a global slowdown is inevitable. Cases are still rising in some countries, including Canada, where Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's wife is among those who tested positive for the disease. The situation in South Korea, meanwhile, is improving after recording more recoveries than new cases of the disease Friday for the first time since the outbreak emerged in the country. COVID-19 has now infected over 134,000 people worldwide and has killed nearly 5,000. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. And Philippine shares go from zero to a hundred, outperforming most Asian peers just hours after triggering the circuit breaker for a second straight session. Michelle Long tells us more. From panic sellers to bargain hunters, Philippine shares made some decent afternoon recovery following a bloody morning Friday. The circuit breaker tripping for a second straight day, this time early on, five minutes after the open, with the index plunging 10.4 percent to 51.38. Capitulation is, is, a, is a very emotional sell-off that the market will portray, driving prices down so, so heavily that uh, people are just selling it out of, of fear and nothing else. And normally, rebounds from capitulation can be quite strong and uh, given that context uh, you could still get a rebound without having to be able to change the downtrend it seems the circuit breaker worked calm returned in afternoon trade the index closing up by one percent to 57.93 we should be buying i mean you know the the the, the prices are like uh, uh, crazy low already uh you have ayala at the lowest uh, price today was like 2014 levels Ayala Corp. Mm -hmm. SM Prime was like 2016 levels. 
Mm-hmm. PLDT at one point was giving you a cash yield of a little less than 10%. That's, that's uh, unheard of. Some concerns investors had to digest. Metro Manila being placed under a community quarantine and the steep sell-off on Wall Street in the previous session where the S&P and the Nasdaq joined the Dow in the bear market. The Securities Exchange Commission is requiring listed companies to report the impact of the novel coronavirus on their operations and risk-mitigating actions being undertaken by noontime of March 16. Several industries are expected to take a hard hit amid supply chain disruptions, travel restrictions and a community quarantine for Metro Manila, including aviation, hotel and restaurants, as well as retail. For those wondering, the circuit breaker is triggered when the Philippine Stock Exchange Index falls 10%. This 15-minute trading halt is supposed to give the market time to calm down. And this circuit breaker can only be triggered once a day, after which the market is left on its own to find its footing. But since there is a 50% floor and ceiling limit for stocks before they stop trading, the maximum drop for the index will also be at 50%. On Wall Street, the circuit breaker trips on three layers, drops of 7, 13, and 20%. Meanwhile, the local boards could see some extra support soon as the finance chief, Sonny Dominguez, has instructed state pension funds, GSIS and SSS, to take advantage of the low stock prices and to support the stock market by at least doubling their daily average purchase volumes of last year. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Local business groups flag uncertainties mounting over the upcoming community quarantine of Metro Manila. As Juan de Guzman tells us, an economist warns the measure will weigh on the country's economic growth. Uncertainty is high in the business sector as different industries adjust to the upcoming community quarantine of Metro Manila announced by President Rodrigo Duterte Thursday night to fight the spread of COVID-19. The Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industries' George Barcelon says they understand the need for the measures, but they aren't clear yet on how these will be implemented. If uh, if there's going to be a lot of checkpoints, I would think that uh, uh, some of this may be a due delay. But I, I, we're still working, we're still waiting for the IRR and uh, how this is to be implemented. Labor Secretary Sylvester Bello says limiting operations in the private sector is needed to achieve social distancing to fight COVID-19. However, he says companies are free to discuss with its workers how to adhere to the rules of the community quarantine. Kung ano ang arrangement nila, we will, ano, we will honor that. Oh. Uh, meron silang pwedeng pag-usapan tungkol sa telecommuting. Yung mga construction worker uh, affected niyan, kailangan kausapin nila yung kanilang boss na oh, wala muna tayong construction ngayon. DMCI Holdings Chairman Sid Consunyi is involved in construction all over Metro Manila, including critical infrastructure projects under the Build, Build, Build program. Right now, he does not understand how the quarantine will affect operations. But DMCI says it will adopt a work-from-home scheme where applicable and provide proper and regular sanitation in the workplace to help mitigate any risks brought about by the outbreak. Listed giant SM is also adjusting mall hours and instituting safety measures to help keep its retail spaces safe from COVID-19. The Gokongwe-led Robinson's Malls is also adjusting, postponing planned three-day sales. How will all of this affect economic activity? RCBC Chief Economist Mike Ricafort says it could result in economic growth slipping below 6%. Basically, the worst case would be uh, close to 5.5% growth. 
uh, hopefully this is all mitigated because uh, uh, the government has allowed the movement of goods, the movement of workers. Socioeconomic Planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia says it is too soon to give an estimate, but any impact from the quarantine on the economy will likely be short-term. Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Jokno says there will be a negative hit to activity, but such a hit will pale in comparison to the negative impact of the coronavirus should government fail to contain it. Government's growth target for the economy for 2020, set before COVID-19 hit, is between 6.5 and 7.5 percent. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine government clarifies some of the implementing guidelines for the community quarantine of Metro Manila after the order triggers confusion and questions from the public. Details from Pia Gutierrez. The Philippine government is preparing for the month-long ban on land and domestic air and sea travel to and from Metro Manila, which is set to begin early Sunday morning. This as the country works to contain the spread of COVID-19. Land, domestic air and domestic sea travel to and from Metro Manila shall be suspended beginning 15, 2020, March March 15, 2020, and to end on April 14, 2020, subject to the daily review by the Interagency Task Force. Authorities, however, clarify international flights will still be allowed. This means international travelers can still fly in and out of Ninoy Aquino International Airport subject to quarantine protocols and travel restrictions for countries with cases of localized COVID-19 transmissions. If the ultimate destination is in the provinces, we suggest you fly in via Clark, Cebu and other airports not under quarantine so you can proceed to your ultimate destination in the provinces. Authorities will also allow the entry of workers employed in Metro Manila but are based in nearby cities and provinces. This for as long as they can present proof of employment such as a company ID. It's a different case however for workers in the informal sector who will not be able to show documents that prove they work in NCR. Generally speaking, pagka informal sector, yung kung mismo sila yung uh, negosyante, no, uh, doon na lang sila sa ibang lugar muna magnegosyo, wag na sa Metro Manila. Secretary Ramon Lopez meanwhile suggests that workers rent their own place in the capital while the quarantine is under effect. I'm sure yung mga ibang kumpanya will just uh, encourage their people, their employees to find a place muna dito sa Metro Manila. Umupa muna sila para less ang movement ng tao. The Interagency Task Force will still discuss whether they will grant additional exemptions to the travel ban, like patients seeking medical treatment in Manila hospitals. The government will also strictly implement the ban on mass gatherings, like concerts, conventions, sporting events, and social gatherings like weddings. Authorities advise couples who have already booked their weddings to either postpone it for another month or to minimize the number of their guests, as they insist that social distancing should still be implemented. Siyempre sa wedding, ang daming, ano, di ba? Paano magkikiss yung couple? Oh. <laughs> uh, paano yung, uh, so, paano yung distansya ng couple? Alam natin na <laughs> timeless at boundless naman ang pag-ibig. 
what is a one-month postponement for love. The Department of Education, meanwhile, is looking at online learning and testing using mobile devices to ensure that students continue with their lessons, even as the government extended the suspension of classes until April 14. Another option is to use a transmutation formula to compute the grades of students using their average during the first, second, and third quarters. May formula po yan at yan formula na yan ay ilalabas natin sa pamamagitan ng DEPED order o kaya DEPED memorandum. Pia Gutierrez, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANT YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.